Honesty in a relationship isn't just about big things like lying, cheating, infidelity, and affairs. Honesty or lack of it can also be about the little things that keep us from being as close, connected, and loved as we could be. In this episode, episode 42 of our Love Made Easy podcast, we're talking about honesty, why we hide the truth from ourselves and others. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com, and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast, where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited, and it's already inside you, waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love, and in this podcast, and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. So, Otto, honesty is a huge topic. It really is, and as you alluded to a moment ago, honesty, people normally think of honesty in a relationship as like some big commitment being broken, or some, you know, there's an affair, or cheating, or infidelity, or lying, or something like that, and you know, there's there's so much more to it, and it and it's it's both sides, it's our communication with the other people in our lives, and it's also our communication with ourselves, this whole thing about being honest. Yeah, yeah, it really is big. And and a lot of my coaching clients, uh, of course, you know, they, they grapple with this, as all of us have it at some point in our lives with some relationships. We haven't first been honest with ourselves a lot of times and then we get into trouble because then we can't be honest with the other person or there's so much fear around being honest I think that's what goes on a lot of times is there's so much fear well why do you think people aren't honest well I just want to give a little distinction before I answer your question it's like in a way it's like there's big honesty and then there's little honesty and they're both critically important about creating the love, the relationships, and the life that we want. Now to answer your question. Well, no. You go back to what's big and what's little. I don't understand. Well, the, the big Give and me the, examples. The big and the little is what we, were, we first opened with when we were talking about affairs and infidelity and things like that. People think those are the kind of things that most people aren't honest about. Mm-hmm. Those are kind of the big things. Mm-hmm. Little things that we're maybe not so honest about is where we'd really like to go for dinner. Uh, what, what we would really, you know, how we would really like to discipline our children or not discipline our children. So um, emotional honesty? We might call it emotional mm-hmm. honesty. And, and what damage does that do? Well, the damage that it does is other people in our lives can feel it. When we're withholding, and when we're withholding anything, other people can feel it because 
we are withholding a part of ourselves. And any time that we are withholding any part of ourselves, look, it's impossible to feel that true depth of closeness and connection that's available if we're not honest, first of all, with ourselves, second of all, with the people that we're in relationship with and the people in our lives. So does it always come down to fear? Not Well, not always. So a lot of times it can be about a fear. In other words, it could be about a fear of if I tell him the truth about this, I'm not sure he's going to want to be with me. Mm-hmm. If I tell her the truth about this, I'm not sure that she's going to want to have another date with me. Mm-hmm. So that certainly is a fear uh, that, that certainly plays out. But also the other part about this honesty that I'm talking about is we just, we simply don't know what's underneath for us. Hmm. Can you give an example here? Yeah. So, um, let, let me take a look at, I'll just, I'll just dream up something from my own life because I'm really good at this. You might think as a relationship expert that mm-hmm. I would be, uh, a, you know, not have anything like this going on, but so take this weekend as an example. There's a huge blues and uh, jazz music festival going on in our city. And I thought, oh, you know, I would like to go to this thing. And another part of me was like, I don't want to go in 90 degree heat. And I would be, you know, there's we've had a big remodeling project going on at our house. That we're not doing, by the way. We're not doing ourselves. <laughs> you, you wouldn't want me being Mr. Fix-It about, or me. Or about this bathroom remodeling project. And so when I tune into what, what's the real reason I don't want to go to this thing. So I come up with all, all kinds of things. Susie wouldn't really want to go to this thing. Okay, totally bypassing. Without asking. Totally bypassing whether or not I even ask her about uh-huh, this. Uh-huh. You know, so you made a, a big I, story. So I made up a big story. Yeah. The other thing is like, you know, I've been trying to be more mindful of the food that I eat, trying to eat more healthfully. And it's like, am I going to go down there to the uh, den of bad food and consume a bunch of bad food. And it's like, uh, you know, so there's another thing where am I really willing to take a look at all of these things and be honest with myself? Or am I willing just to, to keep everything kind of at a distance and let it kind of stew underneath and then three days later go, oh, I wish I'd have gone to that thing. Yeah. Yeah, that that is a good example because that's what we do. And I love that you were honest about your story that you were weaving because that's what we do. It's exactly what we do. Because we say, oh, he won't want to do that or, or she'll just make fun of me or whatever without even checking. I know that. So I just want to pause for a second because the story very easily could have been, look, it's, it's 90 degrees outside. 
there's going to be all kinds of good-looking women uh, at this festival, and they're going to be in various states of dress and undress. And I know that Susie's had issues with jealousy in the past, and I just don't even want to, you know, have her consider that. Now, for those of you listening, <laughs> this is not an issue. And, and it's not what really went through your head. Absolutely not. But I'm just pointing out that that's the way the mind works until we investigate the story. Hmm. Right. I, I'm, and, and what I was starting to tell was I had a coaching client many, many years ago who didn't know whether she wanted to leave a many, many, many year relationship with this person. And he happened to be her husband, even though they'd lived separately for several years she really didn't want to hurt him and this this went on and on and on um and when we really got down to the real reason you know like you're you're talking about okay what's the real reason here that you don't want to you know uh that you don't want to leave this person even though you've lived separately and she even had a boyfriend on the side. It was because they had their money tied up together, and she felt like she was going to be short <laughs> the money if if it didn't. There was something about a maturity of a bond or or something that was going to happen in a few months, and. Uh, you know, that was kind of holding her up. But that, when it came down to when she saw that that's really what it was, then she could say to herself, well, I'll revisit. I don't have to do anything right now. I'll revisit this when that bond is due. And I'll look at my finances. But before she was, you know, oh, I'm going to hurt him. Oh, I'm going to do that. You know, I'm afraid. I'm lots of fear here. And it took her stopping and really going underneath. Okay, what's the real reason I'm still <laughs> in this relationship? And what's so fascinating when you start to ask yourself, what's the real reason? Well, you got to be careful about the stories that you allow yes. to be the truth. Mm -hmm. Okay, the real. So, so if somebody asks themselves the question, mm -hmm. "What's the real reason I'm not leaving this person?" It could be. I mean, the mind will come up with all kinds of really stupid, ridiculous answers, like, "You know, you can't make it on your own." Mm -hmm. You know that your finances, you know, are not going to permit that. You'll be living on the streets or under a bridge somewhere. Your mind might say to you, what if your kids disown you if you do this? Your mind might say, I don't want to hurt him like my mm -hmm. mother hurt my father. Yes. So it, it could play out all kinds of ways. And you got to really go to the truth about what's underneath that. That's why we, this whole topic we're talking about is why we hide the truth mm -hmm. from ourselves <clears throat> and others because there, there's lots of reasons. Yeah, and, and I think it's helpful to sort all of that out and look at the stories behind that because 
a couple of questions that you can ask yourself to kind of uncover those hidden stories that you might be telling yourself. Uh, One is, what's my real fear here? That's powerful. Yeah. So just check in with that. So What's my real fear here? What's my real fear here? Because most of the time, the fear isn't really what you think it is. That's what right. I found about myself. And and you can see the story that you're you're weaving around the fear. Yeah. And you know, using your example, your fear was I mean, you had several there, it sounded like. Oh, yeah, like. there's an abundance of them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the eating issue and, and all that. <clears throat> and so it's helpful to see those, isn't it? it? It is. And then you can start to to take a look at, well, is any part of this true? Yeah. And yeah. is there another possibility? Yes, yeah, and, and the other question is, what's my real doubt? And that yeah. uncovers the stories that we believe, Yeah, you know, to be true. And we can see whether they really are true or not. Because this woman that I'm talking about, she uh, saw that she was doubting, you know, her money situation, just like you, you know, you just said before. And... Whether she could be able, she'd be able to afford uh, her lifestyle that she had, you know, was currently having, and um, whether he could afford his lifestyle if they separated, as far as legally and got divorced, and so, in order to um, really look at this doubt. She decided that, oh, maybe I should look at a financial uh, person to help me with this. So I can see, okay, what what would be some alternatives here? And is that, are my fears really true? Look at just checking in about the, the doubt again. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, what are, read to me again or, or share with the folks listening again the, Question about two the questions. Doubt. Yeah, the, um, do the two questions again. I think that may be helpful. What's my real fear here? So underneath what I think <clears throat> is my fear. Yes. What's my real fear here? Mm-hmm. Powerful. What's the What's the other one? What's my real doubt? Mm. Yeah. I I and I've worked with um, a woman also years ago, who when when it really came down to you know, being with this person, moving in with this person, um, uh, she feared that he would try to discipline her children. And she wanted to be the only person to discipline them. Mm. And when we really got to that fear, she could be more honest with herself and with him, you know, about... Okay, if we moved in together, I want to be the the one who disciplines my children. Yeah. And that's very clear and plain. And and you know, she could ask him, well, "What's what's your idea here?" When it comes to the doubt, you know, what what 
what is my real mm-hmm. doubt here? It's so seductive to buy into the stories that we've been weaving all along or the ones that Mm -hmm. we maybe aren't even aware of. And so much of the time we're living from those doubts Mm -hmm. and we're living from those fears. And instead, and and most people it's, it's painful and, in a lot of cases, there's so much resistance to being willing to take a look at what, what's really the truth underneath. Because right. there's a story that we've made up yes. about what that means. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, as an example, if, you know, if I won't ask for the, what I want in the bedroom... Well, if I ask for that, what does that mean about me? Mm-hmm. If I, uh, you, if I feel like that I'm being sort of uh, manipulated and run over at work, if I don't take the the boss aside and have a conversation with him or her about how I would like to be treated, well, what does that mean about me? If I did that, what are they going to think? How am I going to look? Those stories are running underneath the surface almost all the time. And so much of the time, we're not willing to take a look at what else might be going on. What doubts might be going on here? You know, what fears might I not be aware of? And we're scared to have those conversations. We're scared to have them with ourselves. And with other people. And with other people, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. The other piece is, I mean, in addition to just scared to have those conversations, we're scared to show our vulnerabilities. Mm -hmm. And so much of the time about this whole thing of vulnerability, it's the vulnerability or the willingness to be vulnerable is where the real power is in relationship. It's where the real juice is. That's where the real connection is between people is if you're really willing to lay out what your fears are, what your doubts are, what your concerns are, but not in some kind of a way like, mm-hmm. you know, you're showing how pitiful you are or anything like that. Or that you have to, you know, yeah. being as too assertive. Yeah. it's really something that can truly connect two people at a heart, mind, and soul level where it it, it may not have had the opportunity before. Mm -hmm. This idea of being maybe a little bit more or maybe a lot more vulnerable than you might have ordinarily been comfortable being. Right, right. And, you know, what if you can't, see what's underneath all this yet what what do you what do you suggest that that people do i i think that what somebody would be well served to do is to live in the question of what is it i'm not seeing here about this situation because if you are living from that question then implicit within a question like that is 
oh, there might be something else going on here. Another question that you might consider asking yourself is, why am I not willing to tell the truth in this situation? <clears throat> and this is not something that you would necessarily have to reveal to anybody else, but in your quiet moments alone, mm-hmm. I mean, think of the power of knowing what is it that I'm really afraid of here. Mm-hmm. It's a life changer. It, I mean, when I've asked myself questions like that and I'm really willing to face the truth. There have been so many times where it's been absolutely life and relationship changing for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. And so if there was maybe anything that I would suggest about this whole idea of being honest, it's like just inviting the uncomfortableness into yourself a little bit more and a little bit more and also being willing to ask yourself some of the deeper questions that might uncover some of this and frankly it would explain some sometimes truly bizarre behavior it it truly might and I know that I want to know when I'm doing something that doesn't make a lot of sense, sometimes I'm not aware of it. Sometimes I am. But once I'm aware of it, then the charge goes out of it for Mm -hmm. me. And once the charge goes out of it for me, that's when I can share what's going on. You know, like in my, in the case of our relationship, Susie, I can share it with you so much easier. If the charge is gone, or it's something that's been an insight for me, mm-hmm. and that's so huge. When you recognize the story that's running the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when you recognize the story that's running the show, <laughs> guess what? Then it loses its power, and it doesn't get to run the show anymore. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us, or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life, or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact, and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have, or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, Please recommend us to your friends, family, and co-workers, and we would totally love it if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. 
Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.